Welcome to the podcast is cut. I am Joey. With me as always is the disastrously handsome George. What up, what up, what up? And today we're gonna talk about some movies. But more specifically, some movie news first, right? Yeah, for real. Uh actually I watched the I don't know if you, if you guys are loyal watchers or listeners, there was actually a movie I talked about with one of our special guests, Growl, and it was uh Milk. Uh, milk, sh- huh? Milkshake, gunpowder Gump- milkshake. milkshake. <laughs> it's like a mouthful, and um, it's actually like I watched the trailer and I'm like, okay, like the way people talked about it, the way they were trying to make it was like kind of like a uh, Kill Bill ish uh, kind of. Um, it doesn't have that kind of vibe. I didn't really yeah, think kind about of it, vibe, and like where it's just kind of like one girl doing one mission, and you're literally just following her through this out this like one night, and it does seem that way, like. And maybe not one night, but, like, throughout this conflict, like, she's just, like, uh, killing people. It's kind of <laughs> like John Wick style, too. It does look like that. It's very much like a... What is it called? There's a specific type of name for it. Shoot em up There we go. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. <laughs> like, the easiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, but it's like a shoot em up movie. And then look that bad. Lena Headey and Karen Gillan. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Is it Gillan or Gillian? Because I always want to say Gillian. <sighs> I think it's Gillan because it's freaking <laughs> Scottish, right? Scottish. I think, I think so. it's Scottish. But, uh, yeah, it looks good. I mean, I'm probably going to watch it. Um, I think it looks dope. Honestly, I think it's it's very much something we've seen in the past, but I think it's still kind of fun. And it also kind of follows some, like, I really hope it avoids, because it's mainly female, it's a very female-led movie. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it's, that has, like, Angela Bassett for some reason and a couple other, like, older actresses. Yeah. Um, like, and I'm like, I really hope they don't like fall to some of like those old tropes of like making like a woman joke. Like, yeah, that would just be lame. Like, I don't want that kind of just. Like, <laughs> it's not because it'll make me upset. And yeah, I guess it'll make me upset. But like, also like, it's just so cheesy. Like, yeah. come on, you we when it comes down to it, there's a lot of really good writing happening in movies. Yeah, don't fall for that. Like, yeah, on, <laughs> it's an easy laugh. Like they're trying to get the easy laugh. Yeah, like, like come on. Yeah, like oh, uh, I can't even think of one right now. But <laughs> like, I if you're watching and you're thinking about, it, you're like, oh yes, I know what you're talking about. Like yeah, those, for sure. Those uh oh, man, but like yeah, they always make up those like like feminine jokes. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't have to be like this movie. Like as I'm watching it, uh, it doesn't look like it's falling for those kind of like it's making like other kinds of jokes but like not necessarily targeted towards like oh i'm a woman like right like a woman being badass or anything like that yeah it doesn't feel like it has that kind of like i guess cheesiness yeah there's some cheesiness like if you guys ever watched the movie red oh yeah like morgan freeman like it's a bunch of old people and they're like bruce willis it's like looks like i'm gonna have to put away the cane for this one like oh god i get it it's tongue-in-cheek but at the same time like also dude you're better than this. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't look like it's doing any of that. It looks like it might actually be, like, pretty good. Yeah. So, hopefully it is. I'm going to watch it, probably, because I've mentioned it, and I usually try to watch the movies I mention, like, the trailers and right. stuff. Um, unless it's, like, something that, like, what did we mention? Like, Hotel Transylvania? Yeah, <laughs> I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> I'm probably not going to watch it. Transmorphia or something like that. <laughs> Transmorphia. Hotel Transylvania. Transmorphia. Like, they're just running out of ideas. <laughs> Poor Adam Sandler. What about you? Did you watch any other trailers? Um, I'm trying to remember if I watched anything, but I don't think I did. Uh, I mean, we recorded a week ago, and I, granted, this may come to a shock of some. Yeah. 
but I do have a job and I have oh, other things what? going on. <laughs> this is not my only job. This is my, I wish this was my job. That'd be cool. Pay us. I'll literally yeah. give up everything and just do this for the entire time. Um, so you, you didn't watch any trailers, nothing? I don't think it... You know what I think it is? It's because I overloaded myself with trailers for the last podcast where like mm. I saw like five or seven trailers. You know what you didn't get a chance to talk about? You brought it up. Uh, Tomorrow War. I mean, oh, yeah. There we watched- go. Tomorrow War. Yeah. You know what's crazy is I remember uh, Chris Pratt like about a year and a half ago when he was filming it and yeah. like he was posting about it on Instagram. And I was like, what are you the hell is even this movie and the movie still to this day is kind of like what the hell is even this movie like who i keeps- still haven't watched oh you haven't other. watched it you want me to give you like a quick synopsis yeah going go on? for it people come from the future oh you know what it's kind of like how you an invincible okay right so an invincible alien race comes across the thing and they're like their time they're like whole world and race is like terrible and that's where they're trying to find new races remember invincible and invincible yeah and amazon no, you don't remember. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that idea. So he's at a game, and then suddenly, like a portal opens, and people from the future come to the present, uh-huh. right? And they're like, "We need to draft soldiers to fight in this tomorrow war." Oh, so they're like they're so they're getting people from the past to go to the future to, to like, save the world. So it's almost like Term. Oh, it's not like Terminator. It's like a reverse version of Terminator. Instead of the Terminators coming to kill us, we're yeah. coming to ask for help from ourselves to save us in the future. Mm. I don't even think they really showed much like action in it. Like most of it was just like uh, Chris Pratt's character. I think is an ex army. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure which branch. I'm sure somebody will probably be like I watched it. It's not this. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Um, but like he's like standing with his gun and he's like already knows what he's doing. And then there's this dude next to him who's like completely a slob doesn't know what the hell's going on and he goes uh he's trying to figure out his gun and chris pratt goes over and he fixes it for him and goes wow you're good at this and he goes yeah i did the i was in the military for forever and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this movie is it gonna be like live die repeat where like it seemed like the trailer's making it seem very like oh okay like Like whatever whatever yeah but then like you watch it and you're like you know what like i wasn't impressed by the trailer yeah, I was more impressed by Chris Pratt's Instagram stories than I was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why they get. That's why you. That's why people hire Chris Pratt. Like that's the I only mean, reason. Like just the clout, I guess you could say. Yeah, for but sure. like, I feel like it's more like, oh, like Chris Pratt's in it. Like you get some behind the scenes kind of thing. Like, hey guys, guess what? Like I just you know poured. <laughs> Put some cement in George Clooney's like pants, and you're like, "What? what? George Clooney's in Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I wasn't supposed to post that. Whoopsies! <laughs> busting up freaking Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> yeah, streaming all of the Hulk and shit. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, I'll wait to see another trailer, and hopefully, it's like somewhat good. Yeah, but it definitely not something in the George's ratings that Joey created. Definitely wait till it's a rentable. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like it's a renting movie for me. I'm not, not going to go watch it. In. So you, like you'd actually nine. pay to like rent it or you you wouldn't wait for it to be on a streaming site? Depends on how much money it is. Because for like streaming, we were just talking it's about It's going to be on Prime, so. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, then it'll probably be 20 bucks when it first comes out. Unless Ooh, they have it like free. 20 bucks? I ain't, I don't think I'll pay 20 bucks for it. Unless can, like me. You know what Danielle, I could buy with 20 bucks? I, I could buy like a couple Arizonas, I some, mean, bag, yeah. some bags of chips. For real? <laughs> you, like, what, $5 more and you have A list for an entire month. You might <laughs> yeah. just, just do that. Uh, you, and then you can watch Tomorrow War in theaters, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, nah, man, I don't know. It doesn't seem very like newish. It seems kind of the samey, samey. Yeah. But 
I guess. I mean, I wait and see. I would love to be proven wrong. Like when I saw you brought up freaking uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Like when I saw the trailer for Edge of Tomorrow, I thought it was dope. I w- what? Oh yeah. Live die repeat. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. When I saw that trailer, I was like, dope. Freaking uh, Groundhog Day with Future War and Aliens and Tom Cruise. Oh, well, that's your guy, dude. That's your guy. Yeah, hell Tom yeah, man. I watch almost every Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> so you're going to watch the new fucking... Uh, Mission Impossible? Hell yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the one where he's on the plane. What? It's going to space. Fuck. He's playing and going to space? Air Force One? No. Oh, Top Gun 2. Top Gun 2. I'll watch Top Gun 2. Yeah? You're going to yeah, watch it? I've never it. watched Top Gun 1. Oh, really? I've well, only when watched... Top Gun 2 comes out, we watch Top Gun 1. It's oh, not God. that great. Yo, I mean, you know the greatest part? What? You love hiking. The, they the got a giant volleyball, volleyball. scene. Is that really? It's, I've seen the scene. Yeah, it's a like, long scene. Yeah, if someone told me like, oh, yeah, it's a really long scene. You should just look it up on YouTube. It's yeah. like, and I looked at the time. I'm like, jeez. I think it was like 10 minutes. I'm probably so exaggerating. I think it was like eight minutes. But like if, eight, six or eight minutes. It felt so ridiculously long. It's like. Yeah, and they're like, hi, fan. Yeah. yeah. It's slow motion. And I it, feel like that's the reason why it takes so long. And it made me think like, oh, was that is that what they were parodying in like Zoolander? You oh, know, like for with, sure. With the, <laughs> with the gasoline. The gasoline. <laughs> ah, yeah, anyways. No, but like I think I think at the I think I'm gonna enjoy the movie. Like uh Top Gun or Yeah, Tomorrow Top War? Gun. I feel like it's not gonna be as cheesy as the first one was. The oh, first okay. one had like a lot of cheese in it. This one feels a lot more like we have a story and we have these characters already and we're showing you a character from like 20 years ago grown up. You know what's a movie I enjoyed? Mm. Quiet Place 2. Did you really? <laughs> By the way, like if you guys haven't watched it, it's in theaters. Um, it's not bad. It's the it, uh, We were talking it a little mm. bit, uh, but uh, John Krasinski kept it short and sweet, which I liked. I love, I've gotten really comfortable with short movies. Like an hour and a half movies. It's not because my attention spans slower. I think it's just a more structured story and it feels more concise honestly this sto- the the movie was kind of just like oh, okay like you're kind of just watching where this you're the whole time you're like okay where's where are you going with this right which is nice because like every now and then i can kind of predict like oh i know what's gonna happen <laughs> you know and yeah. like or there or this is gonna happen or this person's gonna looks like this person's about to die mm-hmm. and it didn't have me like guessing but it had me like interested. I'm like, okay, let's okay, let's see where this is going. This is going, and then like, there's like a couple moments where like shit hits the fan, especially at the end. Oh, like really? you, you watch all these characters go. They end up splitting up. All all the characters end up splitting up. Okay. Spoiler alert, by the way, everybody. Minor spoiler alert. <laughs> everybody ends up splitting up. Okay. Kind of like in the first one. You know how like the mom was in the bathtub, oh, the daughter was this right. place, the son was so like the son and the dad were somewhere else. It, it that scenario. And it, and it goes fluid like with the story, mm-hmm. which is nice, you know? And um and then they all have their own little conflict. Okay. Like like around the same time. Like it's happening kind of simultaneously. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. Like yeah. I, I like it get, you're like, "Oh shit." Like yeah. like that's crazy. That's crazy. Damn, just like, with that alone you got me. I'm like, "Damn, maybe I will go to the movie theater and watch it then." Like it, it was nice. And then it, um I heard that A Quiet Place like the second one especially, or well, not maybe not especially, but like A Quiet Place in general, like mm-hmm. this this kind of movie, like theaters don't like to show it. Why? Because it deters people from like buying popcorn soda because you feel bad like i felt bad i was drinking oh by the time i got to the bottom and i did the like yeah. you know <laughs> like did you have chorro uh, <laughs> yeah that was me like tooting <laughs> I, <don't hold> <laughs> I had to put the popcorn in here and like oh someone chorro. was like shut up yeah like Who, whoever's playing that trumpet needs to keep it down <laughs> no um 
But, uh, oh, dude, um, I couldn't, I really didn't want to eat. I didn't yeah. want to move because I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and most people were quiet. Like, for the most part, I, I think I was the loudest. So would you say the theater was a, a quiet place? Oh, God. But Anyways. No, but I, would, I do want to ask this part because. Go for it. Um, did you feel like the first movie? Because in the first movie, like, you're talking about, like, making noise and everything. In the first movie, I felt like I didn't even want to make noise because I was, like, so focused on what was going on. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, because of, the, like, the thriller aspect, do you think it still holds that kind of same thriller, like, edge of your seat wanting to know what's going to happen? Um. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I took a pause there, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I had to People really thought we died it. for a second. I had no... <laughs> for... I, I will say this, there's like, there there's moments like this okay. movie has, and it's just mm-hmm. those tiny moments that kind of like make the movie. Yeah. And it's like moments that like, like right now, I'm, I would like right now when I pause, I would like, I was just thinking of like, well, what happened in the beginning again? And then I remembered, I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm like, I guess I was tense in that part. Okay. And then there's another part. And like, I just keep thinking of different like scenarios where I'm like, oh, oh, like, oh, like I just got like... I'm so involved in the movie towards the end. Like, yeah. every little thing is kind of like, oh, what? Like, damn. So, um, I like, I, you know how, like, when you're watching something, you don't really, you're not in that predictive kind of moment where you're, like, mm. trying to figure out yeah, nothing. Like, like, things are just happening. So, yeah. you're just like, oh, oh, crap. Like, that just happened. Like, okay. <laughs> like That's something that I think, oh, there's a sign for a really good movie for me is when I can't. I don't even have time to try to figure out what's going on in the right. future. It's just like I'm so invested in what is happening at this moment yeah. that I don't want to even guess what's going on. And it's fun because, like, I literally, like, realize it as soon as they start mentioning it. I'm like, oh, my God, how did I not notice it? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty dope. It's it's a cool monster movie that doesn't really even need the monsters. You, right. If, like, I mean, the monsters are the cool part of it. Yeah. But, like, the things that are, like, them trying to stay quiet is just, like... It's a, dope. Yeah. It's cool all in its own and the way it's filmed the way they do mm-hmm. it like the way you, they kind of um, uh the quiet place one did it really well where like you things that you didn't really think would make noise make oh, noise right and you're just like realizing it now right. like you're like oh wow yeah that wouldn't make a lot of noise <laughs> you know like there's towels all over the place I'm like why it's like oh like a baby put, yeah like <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much uh but yeah and then you know what's another movie that's coming out that oh yeah before we move on to the quiet before we move our way what do you give Quiet Place? Oh, shoot. And uh, while he thinks about that, there's also another really good movie that is on Netflix that kind of ha- deals with the same idea. I believe the person is... <laughs> I believe the person uh, is also deaf and mute in the movie. What? Yeah. Uh, Wait, what, what are you talking about? So there's a movie called Hush. It came out in 2016. Oh, uh, that's a Batman movie, George? No, that's Batman <laughs> Hush. Batman semicolon. Hush. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, it's not a semicolon. I'm stupid. It's a colon. Um, no, but it's a movie from 2016 called Hush. It's about uh, this girl at a home who's getting, like, stalked and trying to be murdered by this character in a white mask. And, like, she's deaf, and I think she can't speak either. So, like, she can't warn anybody or try to get anybody to help her out. Mm-hmm. So, it the movie's great from what I've heard. I've, I've never heard watched of- it. Yeah, I can show you the the freaking poster for it and you'll be like but uh my score is uh 7.8 
What? Did you look it up on IMDb? I swear I didn't. That's exactly what it is on IMDb. Wow. All right, guys, if you're listening or on the chat right now, go ahead and <laughs> message him. Do you think Joey's lying to us? Because I feel like Joey's lying to us. I didn't see him pick up his phone, but I feel like No, I, did. I swear. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Wow. Dude. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 i swear i didn't look okay that's what went on uh it's so it's exactly what it is on imdb which is a lot more of a trustier um <laughs> website yeah well like a website like i feel like it's more accurate to what it actually kind of is i i'd agree with that because like they take into concern considerance like the audience and they take the audience score yeah more more than they would the critics, the critics which yeah. is nice because i'm like I prefer that, like hearing from people, like like, and I'll read some of the IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, reviews. comments, reviews. Yeah. Oh my god, they're funny, dude. Yeah, like some of them are pretty brutal. It's like it's like reading like Instagram like comments, like <laughs> like this movie's trash. <laughs> like uh, I don't know, like an emoji of a trash, a garbage <laughs> truck. Going it's like uh, oh my god, there's I I read a really funny one the other day, but yeah, if you guys ever get a, a chance, go read like IMDb reviews. Like just think of any movie and like go look it up, and you're like. You'll find one bad review, and this guy would just like <laughs> destroy this one movie. You know what we should do? We which should make that funny, in, but we yeah. should make that into a segment yeah. where we have like listeners be like, "Oh, this is my favorite movie. Go read the IMD yeah. review," <laughs> and we just make that into like a five minute thing. Oh God! Um, I but, do. But okay, but before we move on yeah. to the uh, to the what you're about to say about whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> the um, you're like I don't give a fuck about what you're gonna say. No, 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 I no. Say what I want to say. I want the last thing I want to say is that like, oh, the IMDb reviews, whether they're like bashing a movie. They're actually truthful sometimes. Like they're not like just dissing the movie just because they're dissing the movie. They're just being honest. Like, dude, I like this movie. Like, you wouldn't create an IMDb account just to troll no. people. That's too much work. I feel I, but, for real. Plus, <laughs> I feel like people who are on IMDb are people who actually care about the movies. So they're yeah. not gonna really like try to bag on a movie for no reason. Yeah, I feel like they're nerds like us. <laughs> yeah. Um, crazy. Uh, Rotten Tomato says it's a ninety-one. By the way. What? Uh, Quiet Place 2. They gave it a 91. Audience score, 93, which is weird because I didn't expect it to be that high. When I heard that they were making a second one, I was not really impressed. I was like, why? Why? The first one was such a good, well-contained story. Yeah. But hey, it worked. But yeah, if you get a chance uh, and you have Netflix, watch Hush. I've heard nothing but good things about the movie. So, oh, wait. You're talking about Hush? Like 91? No, oh. no, no, no. no. Uh, Quiet Place. Oh, I can man. look at what Hush has. Uh, Hush has a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb score, 6.6. I don't know. I've heard a lot of good things about the movie. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see where I lean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks... And it's only an hour and a half, which, as is your movie, I don't know why I'm watching. So... Yeah, hour and a half is not bad. No, like, that's like the... Like, it's a sweet spot. It's a sweet spot, yeah. It's the Goldilocks yeah. zone. It's like, mmm, I want to just snuggle up in here. Anyways. <laughs> you know what's another uh, trailer I've watched? What trailer? Tick, tick, boom. Tick tick boom. Why it's is it like familiar? uh directed by Lynn Manuel Miranda? Oh, that's right. That's why it sounds familiar. Uh, it's starring Andrew Garfield and a couple other people. Oh, and cool. Looks alright. I uh, mean, it's a Netflix it's a movie. You said right? It's a Netflix movie. It's a musical. Yeah, it looks like a musical. Sounds like a musical. It's funny. I was just having this debate with somebody because we were talking about uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Right. So whoever you're having the conversation with already, I want to be friends with them. Okay. Well, he's uh, like, he hates it. <laughs> or she No, hates it. Uh, my debate was that I said, oh, Dear Evan Hansen is a musical. And they said, no, it's not. And I said, I beg to differ. And then they said, no, 
it is a musical movie. Oh, it's a it's a movie that like has music in it. That's not doesn't make it a musical. And I said, elaborate. She's like, okay, School of Rock that has music. They sing in it. Is that considered a musical? No, because it's very radically different than what a musical is. Yeah, and then um, what was another one? Uh, they said they said another movie, and it, it was more true to what they were saying because yeah. it was like a movie where like they would play music, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like oh, like Ray Charles. That's not a musical either, though. Dream Girls, not a musical either. Not a musical, right? Because like, but but like it has all the essence of like the music's telling their story right technically the <laughs> the music's a big part of the sto- of the movie Fair. and it's a move it's it's a movie that has that has short scenes and then music short scenes and then movies, yeah like that and it's just like what is a musical then like oh like when you think of a musical it's just like and i'm like no well it's like they're incorporate i'm like it's part of the story. Like, it's part of the movement, yeah. and people are talking and singing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, yeah, exactly. They don't do that in Dear Evan Hansen. In Dear Evan Hansen, it looks like, based on the trailer, it looks like it's just, he sings, like, in one portion. He's not actually, like, nothing's going, there's no uh, big, like, dance number while he's singing. It's like he's just okay. talking. It's like he's talking to the audience as, as he's singing. Okay. But th- me and this person have never seen Dear Evan Hansen, the play. Fair. Or the musical. Or yeah. bro- oh, no. She said it's a Broadway show. That's what she said. Oof. I don't know who this is, but I'm already... But what's I your, what's your have, opinion? I, I would love to have a conversation with this person, first okay. off. Uh, my thing is, it's definitely a musical. Okay. Okay. The reason that it's a musical is because School of Rock, uh, Ray Charles, even freaking Elton... I, I said those movies, not... Okay. Uh, but not her. Not her, yeah. Okay. That's fair. School of Rock, we'll just stick there, right? School of Rock <laughs> is a movie about music. Yeah. A musical is a movie that is literally told through the the art form of music. So, like, in Dear Evan Hansen, yes, he's singing about what he's currently doing. And I feel like that's what a musical is. Like in Newsies. Newsies, even though there's, like, parts going around and it's a show and it's, like, a play, it's mostly a musical because 90% of the movie is sung. Like Hamilton. You watch Hamilton... That entire movie is all sung. There's yeah. not a single part. Like, you can go on Spotify and, in theory, watch the whole movie because it's all there. So, like, I argued, and then um, they changed up their answer. and said, well, sorry, I misspoke. Well, see, then you, you changed your mind. Now I can't take anything no, you say seriously. No, yeah, and then uh, they said, I, I misspoke. Mm-hmm. Which happens to we everybody. We do that to everybody. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> As <Yeah>. did you. <laughs> and she's like, I meant a... A Broadway musical, not a musical. And I said, I don't know the difference. Okay, and then, and I'm like, And then and I'm like, you're just backpedaling at this point. Yeah. Anyways, I was having this argument. And yeah. then, so anyways, going back to Tick, Tick, Boom, uh-huh. I'm looking at it, and it looks like it's another musical. Like, it's a, it's a, it's Liminal Miranda, so. Most likely a musical. Not written by him, though. Oh, interesting. And there is moments where, he, like, he's dancing and like mm-hmm. singing and there's also dancing where he's uh scenes where he's performing and he's singing to a crowd right which happens in dear evan hansen yes yes because he is talking to a, uh, an auditorium yeah so based on that i don't know if it's um i don't know if it's an actual musical musical because there are some movies where like there's stuff going on 
and there's maybe one singing scene, mm-hmm. but it's not like for it's like maybe that's it. Right. I know for a fact that in Dear Evan Hansen, there's it, it it has musical vibes because he's singing as he's doing things around himself. Like there's a conversation he has with a friend of his where they're crafting emails. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you watch the trailer, honestly, it gives away the whole fucking movie yeah. or musical or whatever you want to call it. Like, and that whole section of them creating the emails is a song. So that's like very musically in School of Rock. They're not like singing Led Zeppelin and doing the things that don't, they're singing. Don't use School of Rock because that's my that was my okay. pitch. Like <laughs> it wasn't theirs. Okay. Like what they said fit more to what they were. You, but you don't remember the movie. I don't remember the movie. So mm. I Text just. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm, really just kidding. Don't want to. I'm just kidding. It's fine. I'm just joking around. There's no pressure here. It's fine. <sighs> Anyways. But no, look, I mean, obviously, this is a conversation that I would love to have with this person because I do feel like there's not a difference between a Broadway musical and a musical mm-hmm. other than, yeah, it was performed on a stage. That's literally it. Because La La Land's a musical. Yeah. And that has way more like actual acting in it and traditional movie acting than it does musical tendencies yeah hamilton if it ever gets made into a movie will literally be musical from start to finish which is a great segment because this episode is called musicals and madness <laughs> and we're talking about in the heights today yeah that was a, that was a, that was a pretty good transition right, okay, right. Yeah, really good. <laughs> so what do you where do you want to start when talking about in the heights Start from the beginning, or let okay. So in let, I wanna, in two thousand and four, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I honestly don't know anything about the history of like oh, the no. actual Broadway show or okay. Broadway musical. I mean, I can go into it a little bit much. I mean, I learned all this a long time ago. I didn't do like I didn't rehash any of it because I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. Uh, but what I can tell you is essentially. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda went to college to write musicals and be in musical theater. Problem is that as a uh, Latinx or technically I think he's Puerto Rican. I hope yeah. I'm not. Yeah, right. Um, the movie throws me off because his character was Dominican Republic, <laughs> Republican, and I'm like, uh, what uh, the fuck? I don't um, know. But yeah, so he's Puerto Rican. Uh, shocker. Broadways don't typically have uh, people of color. color yeah. <laughs> um, so he and the other writer wrote the movie together to be. It was like based on a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they turned it into a musical, and they made it so that way the whole cast can be POC without having many white people in it. Right. right? Hence why Hamilton is the way it is. Yeah. But it took forever to write. One of the coolest stories I ever heard about when he was getting it done is that him and Alex Lacamoire, who is his like uh, actual like composing buddy who does all of his stuff for his, mu- for his music, Yeah. They and a third person, which is the producer, which I always forget his name, uh, were approached by somebody who was like, hey, I want to produce this movie to be on Broadway, but I have changes that I want you to do. And they're like, obviously, we want to get this done. So, yeah, let, yeah, let's hear it. And one of their first things was, we want Nina, one of the main characters of the movie, to have bigger stakes than just being like, oh, I don't feel comfortable at school and I'm dropping out. Right. They're like, what if she came back? And she was pregnant. And like they had this whole like conversation with the producer, and they're like, "Hit me up if you want it, if you want me to pay for it." And then they have a conversation between the three of them. And they're like, "We can't do that. That's yeah. the same kind of bullshit that they're always trying to do to us. Yeah. If we're gonna do this, I want to do it the way we wrote it and true to what it would be like. Yeah. Like dropping out of school is a major fucking thing, yeah. especially for a person in her situation. So I always like that. I always like that story because I'm like, that's crazy how much integrity all three of them were willing to have." To be like, I want this to be done, but I want it to be done the right way. 
Right. Um, so they kind of like brought that in throughout the entirety of everything they've done since then, uh, Hamilton and in the Heights. Uh, it's He wrote it in college and it finally was able to get made into a musical, I think in 2008, um, when he was substitute teaching. He got wow. the call that like, hey, we're, we got the booking. We have like all the money we need to start getting everything ready. Wow. We're good to go. So he's like, awesome. Stop substituting teaching and started doing everything for the show. Nice. And like hasn't stopped since. It was off Broadway and then it ended up getting onto Broadway. And that's when it freaking killed the uh, the Tonys that year and won yeah. almost everything. Wow. Great story. Honestly, like it's weird. Like we'll get into it, but I don't, I think that was pretty much most of the background that I can give you on the Heights that's actually interesting that I can remember. Oh, okay. um, he came out on a talk show to promote it at one point. <laughs> um, and he also came out on a... On a I don't know if it was for Hamilton. I think when he came out in How I Met Your Mother, it was for In the Heights. Oh, really? Yeah, because he always makes cameos and stuff yeah, to yeah. be like bring attention. It's funny, to it. the first time I heard about Lin-Manuel Miranda was uh, the John Stewart show. Uh, oh, really? What was what's it called? Daily the Daily Show. The Daily Show with John Stewart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made fun of him. Oh, did they really? When he was uh, he performed the one song for Obama, like in in the middle. Oh, oh, like before, before Hamilton, but after in the Heights. Yeah, he performed uh, Hamilton. Yeah, I'm Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. and then they show that clip. They show, I'm Alexander Hamilton, uh-huh. and then like, and then uh, they stop it right there, and he's like, "Wow, like <laughs> it's like a fifth grade performance of like <laughs> that." He oh, was like, "I'm Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton," and then, and then yeah, like um, obviously that did not age well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart is kind of like, well, I don't know nothing about musicals. It was a joke at the time. Yeah, of course. It's funny because like Lin Miranda ends up talking about that, uh-huh. and it's like because he was like, it was very discerning because like people wa- like people who watch Broadway watch the that show. Yeah, and so like he's like, I it's it was hard to get the funding after that. Like, but I mean, people who believe in me believe in me. Yeah, there's a lot of good stories about Hamilton. If it ever gets turned into a movie, I will obviously really ask Joey to like, can we talk about it on the podcast? Because I have so many good stories about like Hamilton of like the little details about how he created songs like writing on the subway, going to a friend's party. Yeah. And then he gets to his friend's party. And he's like, awesome. Happy birthday. I just nailed this song. Yeah. He had written um, the uh, Burr song where he goes, uh, wait for it. Uh-huh. He created that on the subway to a friend's house and he goes, I just nailed it. Yeah. Happy birthday. I gotta go. And then he takes the subway back, keeps writing, and by the time he gets home, he has almost the whole thing done and he just finishes it up. Wow. Yeah, I was like, holy crap. Because he came up with the, the line, death doesn't discriminate mm-hmm. on the subway. Oh, okay. Um, I was off by the dates. I mean, I like I said, I didn't really prepare for the talking about the musical, but In the Heights almost was turned into a movie in 2008. And it was going to be directed by Kenny Ortega. Okay. And you know who Kenny Ortega is, right? No. Kenny Ortega is like extremely famous for making a crap ton of choreography for a lot of like famous movies. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he did High School Musical, um, which is huge. Right. But like he also has other movies. I'm trying to pull it up on IMDb right now. But yeah, it was supposed to come out in 2008. Universal had already secured funding, already got it done. But the reason it fell through was because... They wanted famous people in the movie. So they tried right. to get Shakira. They tried to get J-Lo. Not this them. J-Lo, a different J-Lo. <laughs> um, but they couldn't do it. And they're like, oh, well. So it fell through the cracks. And it ended up getting... After 
after that, Hamilton came out like not too long after. Yeah. Because he was like, while this was getting done, it failed. He took a vacation, Lynn. And he was like, I'm going to go take a vacation. And on the vacation, he read uh, Ron Chernow's book about Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, this is dope. Uh, and after Hamilton like became super popular, <laughs> every studio in the world wanted to buy In the in Heights. The Heights? Oh, and wow. Warner Brothers won out. And then it took for it took a while. I think it, they bought the rights in 2016 to finally make it. And yeah. then they started like looking for cast members and everything. And that's wow. how like they got John Cho and they got the original uh they got the original writer of the story. They got Lin Manuel in it uh to like consult. So that was pretty dope. Um but yeah, like the the story in it is kind of is really fun always reading about like how they came to be. Yeah. It's sounds like i think that could be its own like book you know like just I know. like how like these musicals i think it, when you're coming up with people like coming up with like broadway shows like that's always an interesting story because yeah. like some of them fall through what was that like, movie the producers right the producers is one like yeah. that's like that where it's like a whole story about like kind of making uh what was it <laughs> hitler's uh yeah isn't it called happy hitler I think it might be Happy Hitler, yeah. I well, Pharaoh comes out on it. And yeah. One version of the movie. <laughs> so many people come out of that movie. The, like the newer version? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, so In the Heights. Oh, uh, Kenny Ortega directed the original, the not the original, the Newsies movie with Christian uh, Bale. Uh, never watched it, so. No, yeah, I figured it didn't. He also, he also directed Hocus Pocus, so both of our girlfriends are going crazy that we didn't know that, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's directed quite a bit of movies, a lot of stuff for Disney, but yeah. Oh, okay. No, but uh, so in the heights. Um, just right off the bat, I was like, I was like, I was I had a so for musicals for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually dread watching them because I'm not into the whole s- dance numbers or songs. Like right. unless I know the songs already. Of like, course, I really liked uh, the Cross the Universe because it's all Beatles music. Of I'm course, like, all right, cool. I like this. See that I, that that's technically. I feel like that's a musical. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think. No, no, no. Because <laughs> like, because of the idea of using music that's already been done and then adapting it into a story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many like that. But mm-hmm. uh, the the what's the one with uh, Rocket Man? Mm-hmm. I thought that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just remember once one movie that they said the 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 Bohemian Rhapsody. Mo- oh, see, I don't feel like that's a musical. Mm. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So like I'll have an op- open mind about it, right? Yeah, and sometimes, but like unless I don't know, it, unless I know the songs, I'm not really into them. Mm-hmm. So watching this movie, I don't know any of the music, I don't know any of the, sign- but it's Lin Manuel Miranda. I really liked Hamilton, right? Of course. Um, so I was like, all right, let me watch it. The songs were pretty, were, were good. They're like, fun. Uh, they're not, I wouldn't even say pretty good. I would say they were actually good. They're yeah. like, I really enjoyed like the beats. I enjoyed the flow. Because mm-hmm. um, mostly, uh, they're kind of like rapping kind of. Like it's... Yeah. It's not like, you know... It's not traditional musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like... It's not Wicked or Newsies or anything like that. Yeah, and they're not going... Da, 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 da. Like mm-hmm. they're just going like, like understandable rap where they, they, right. have a, they have a flow going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and, not about uh, rap, though, just so you know, because I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, but anyways, um, the flow is really good. Like, it's it's very naturalistic. You can understand right. it, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to understand it. You're not, you're not going to be like, oh, what, what did you just say? Or yeah, like, you, don't have, you shouldn't have to struggle to be able to know yeah, what the heck's going on. But they have, like, those slams in there where you're just kind of like, oh, like, he just said that, you yeah. know? So, which is really nice. And Lil Manuel Miranda does, th- that's, I feel like he does that really well. Yeah. 
where um, he kind of just sneaks in those like little um, jokes in there for people and like, but at the same time, it's like serious and like, mm-hmm. um, so everything was good. The music was uh, was good. Um, just I don't know. The subject matter for me was just kind of like, <sighs> you're like you're what you've watched Selena the movie right with yeah. Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. um, and you know that scene well where like the dad is like teaching her about how being Latino and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah, very good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's what this whole movie was like right. for me. Like the home uh, and it kind of not necessarily paints everybody in the same brush, but like it's a very I feel, I would say it's more of a New York story. Oh, 100%. Like, like being, uh, you know, what would you say? I want to say Latino, but, you know. Being uh, a POC in Washington Heights. Being a minority in, yeah. in, in, in Washington Heights. In, in New York in general. Cause, like, Washington Heights is their own little. Yeah, it's like north uh, in the island. But it's their own little, like, little circle of like, oh, we're all a community here. We all know each other. Like right, It's, it's like, like a hell's kitchen. Yeah. And then, like, once you leave that circle, it's kind of. Like, exactly. It was scary out there. Yeah. And so that that was the whole point, right? Like you're you're leaving that people are leaving that circle. Mm-hmm. And uh rather than staying because they're like, oh, this sucks here, blah 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 blah. Right. And I uh, I think that's part of the story I connected to the most, where it's like, you know, um I you know, I California kind of sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> so like you kinda wanna leave this circle yeah. of like being in California. Right. So like I don't know. I that I kind of get that aspect. Mm-hmm. Rather than making it better where you're living, like making a crappy situation better, where like it's it's because it's mo- mainly being taken over. Yeah. Um. Not- which, which is crazy because like I feel like in the musical it was more in your face about how like the area was becoming gentrified, and in this movie it felt like it was just like a one-off type thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, like I feel like it was like. <sighs> Like, there's, like, oh, that shop has just changed. Right. Like, it's kind of like, oh, this guy's, like... And this is mm-hmm. the thing I don't like about musicals, man. Yeah. There's never really any big threat. Like... Oh, no. There's, like... I was, like, oh, no. Like, it's more of, like, a... Uh, like, you're kind of, like... It's more soap opery. Like... It's more, uh, like, a... What, is it, what do we call it all the time? A slice of life. Yeah. It's, like, not even a slice of life. Because even in, in sometimes those slice of life movies, like, someone is, like you know owes money to somebody or like or i suppose no i guess you're right slice of life where you kind of yeah you just kind of see like a section of this person's life yeah it doesn't matter if it's like there's a huge conflict or anything like that it's just like this is what life is in this exact area yeah so i mean uh for me i'd i'd go watch i'd go watch it for the songs and the like dancing was Mm -hmm. (laughs) right but yeah i mean the story itself i was like if it's not a story I haven't heard before, and it's not a story that I was really like rooting for the the guy. Mm-hmm. I it, I think it makes a much better musical than it does a movie. I I so I got extremely into Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Uh, when I when I finally got around to being like, oh, what else has he done? Yeah. And I looked into the in, in the Heights, and I listened to all of the albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked a lot of the songs because mm-hmm. like, I was like, dude, these are really cool. It kind of has the same kind of style of Hamilton, but it's specifically speaking towards like this uh, subsect of people, of mm-hmm. minorities. And yeah, like I agree with you. It's not new. It doesn't feel new because you brought up Selena and that was like, what, 2002, 1990 maybe? 1990s, yeah. I think. So like, yeah, it's already been done. And the, the sucky part of this is like, this is a musical that was 
done in 2008. Mm-hmm. Now we're in 2020 where we've kind of like not necessarily moved past it, but we've experienced it and it's all like very part of us. So we know yeah. the kinds of struggles. And I feel like that's partially why they changed it. Because in the like I was saying, in the musical, the Broadway show, I guess, they don't make a big deal about DACA. Because at the time, dreamers right. were a big thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it was more about the gentrification of Washington Heights. Right. Which is what he was writing it for. And he switched it for the movie because it was more like, this is a current struggle that we're dealing with. Yeah. As if, like, I'm writing the story about right now. But because all the all of the songs are based upon this musical that was done in 2008. Yeah. They can't really, like, adapt it any better than that. It would have taken a lot longer, I would assume. Yeah. So, when watching the movie... Like, I really enjoyed the songs, but I wasn't, like, super into the movie the whole time. I felt kind of like, damn, damn this is ridiculously long. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad you said yeah, it. Yeah, man. No, like, <laughs> and that's coming from a person who, again, loves. really, really loves Lin-Manuel Miranda. He, like, essentially got me really into musicals. Like, yeah, Muses yeah. was great, but, like, I watched Wicked because yeah. of him. I, I was so freaking close to being able to watch Dear, Inha- Dear Evan Hansen when it first came out when I was in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got lucky and I was able to go to watch Hamilton. Shout out to my dad. Um, <laughs> but like this movie, I feel like didn't do the musical justice because it was so ridiculously long. And musicals are long though. They are, yeah. Like That's the thing. Like, And then I'm like, dude, you could have made this longer, I guess, and Throwing in an intermission. If you're going to put it online, like yeah. on HBO Max, might as well just throw in an intermission. You might as well have. Like, there's no <laughs> reason for it. Like, and I was thinking about it today. Maybe we can discuss this after once we're done talking about this movie. But, like, I feel like they, the, I feel like the actual broad, when it was on Broadway, it wasn't this long. Yeah. Because of how gigantic the numbers are, that they made it longer in that sense. Like, one of the cool things about it, and it's one of the, like, the giant set pieces of the movie is the 96,000 song where they're going to the pool and they do this huge number, which was crazy because there was 500 extras and that was a low estimate. Somebody on a different article I was reading, they said they had 700 to 800 extras on that freaking set alone. And the crazy part about that is the song was supposed to be in it. That set was not supposed to be in it. They came up with it while they were doing, uh, so John Cho, Lin Manuel, and the other person that I can't remember the name, which probably really sucks, and I apologize because they wrote the story. Um, they were doing a tour of Washington Heights, and they were like, "Oh, there's this pool community pool center that everybody goes to." And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, let's go check it out." And they went. They're like, "John Cho was like, this is perfect. We need to do ninety six thousand dollars or ninety six thousand here." Yeah. And they came up with it on the spot. They were like, "We're going to film it. We're going to bring in a bunch of choreography for this one specific song." And, like, that song is good on the musical. Like, yeah. it's cool. But, like, it's just, like, oh, here's them talking about it in the shop. Yeah. Here's them talking about it in the barber shop. Here's this other person talking about it at their house. Yeah. Never takes place in the pool. But all because they saw it, they're, like, we got to do it here. We got a budget for it. Yeah. And then I tried imagining, like, huh, how would you do this in a musical? And I'm, like, they probably yeah, I mean, did this part. It's like, so self-contained. Like, there's no... You can't do that. You can't like take yeah. the audience and be like, yo, this next part of the musical is in down the street. I will say the part where I'm like, this movie's too long mm-hmm. was for me was when they're like dancing on the side of the wall, on the side of the houses. Or the oh, where they were like doing the, yeah, yeah. Honestly, at that point, at that point, I, I hate, this is why I don't like watching movies 
in my house too. I did. Okay. I, did I was watching the movie. Got a notification. Mm. <laughs> you make a good point, man. I and I and I'm I not and I was like it was a long text thread with some, or not even a text thread like it was just like a, I, someone sent me a video or something and I watched the whole video. I replied. They replied back. And I replied back. Meanwhile, the movie's just going and the movie's just going. I go back and they're still dancing. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was like, it's a long dance number. But it is like it's. Ridiculous. I was like. Uh, it, it wasn't ridiculously long, but it was like maybe if, three, four minutes, five right. minutes at the most. Right. And I was like, oh, come on. like, And, I, and I, like credit to John Cho because like the movie is really well shot. I think yeah. visually speaking, I think it's dope. One of the th- like obviously like that same scene you're talking about, like they're dancing on the, the wall or whatever. And like it looks cool, but that's not my favorite shot. My favorite yeah. shot of the movie is actually when, I think it's in the first song or the second song. When um, Usnavi is in his shop, he's talking about how, like, everybody always has dreams. And they show him from outside of his shop. And you see Anthony Ramos's face in uh, through the window. But yeah. then you see the reflection of all the dancers. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome because he's like, I want to be, like, super excited and have a life yeah. beyond the shop. And that's why I'm like, John Cho really did a great job directing it, I think. No, yeah, there's a lot of good shots. There's a lot of good, like set pieces that he did like that yeah. there's like a one where like um they're like in an alleyway kind of or like they're all oh yeah, yeah yeah that was a very the good flag song yeah yeah oh there you go the flag song that was a very good shot the way it's like choreographed and way the camera's movement uh they didn't break any of the like camera rules mm-hmm. like um <laughs> which i'll talk about it later but like so when you're if i'm pointing a camera at you mm-hmm. i can do a at most, there's a line that you can't pass. Right? Yeah. I've talked about it before. You, mm-hmm. It's like a 90 degree thing, right? Mm. Oh, 180, but yeah. 180, yeah. You can never go like all the way like this way and then halfway go back. Yeah. So like they did a lot of the like, oh, let's turn it around. And then and then no cuts, you know? Once mm-hmm. it got to this shot, then you can cut and then, then you do another one. Exactly. Because aesthetically, it makes more sense, you know? Or, it doesn't or, mess with your brain being like, what the hell just happened? This just flipped for some weird reason. Exactly. Like, you're not looking at a character from a different angle and you're like, well, okay, the, that was weird. Yeah. Um, And it's, I mean, so the, a lot of the, and then the whole scenery was cool. It, it was obviously a stage. Like, you could right. tell like, it was a stage. <laughs> and I was like, that's fine. Like, I would have preferred oh. this. Are you talking about the flag song? Yeah, the flag song. It's not a stage, bro. It's an actual. It's an actual spot in Washington Heights. That's great. Like, it looked <laughs> like a stage. And I'm like, that's those kind of like small rooms. Those like, yeah, that's a lot better to portray a musical or something that was a play. Mm-hmm. Cause like like we talked about it. What's that one movie we talked about? Um, where it's like Muhammad Ali. Uh, oh, uh, one spot. No, uh, one, one night, night in Miami. Miami. Yeah, that took place in one in one room, and and it and it, yeah. and it works. It like does, they yeah. sure they go outside a little bit, but uh-huh. but like that's what they should have done. The abuela's house, the the shop, right? Uh, like and like kind of just moved back and forth like in in between shots and then yeah i have the street like and right uh, that that would have worked and then they did the pool thing and i was like all right and then now they're doing dancing on the side of them i'm like okay it looks kind of magical i guess but like so crazy thing about that um is john show apparently when he was when he was when he read the script and he learned the characters he was like okay i want uh what is it nina and benny to have all the uh magical realism uh, for the movie. No. Yeah. And then he's like, I want Usnavi and Vanessa to have all the one shots. And I was like, oh, snap. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, that's true. They're like, it, 
when you had them, like that club scene right mm-hmm. afterwards, you follow them the whole time. There's no like cuts. Yeah. Except for the scene where like they're outside the club and then suddenly in the alley. Yeah. But like it's one shot all the way through. And I'm like, that's that. I mean, it's like next level thinking of like how I want these character stories to be told. Yeah. And, and portrayed like the, exactly. the, the story that you're telling is more, you know, um, more grounded like mm-hmm. i feel like with usnavi and uh what's her name uh, uh snavi and vanessa vanessa yeah it's more grounded like they're 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 they have dreams and stuff like that mm-hmm. but they're more like not not necessarily realistic but like you know like like they're like they're uh, achievable ben, they're achievable and like they're not like oh i'm going to college and going to go do that like i'm gonna go like dreamers like they're not abstract they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they're not. What a, you're looking go, for. Yeah. I was they're, like, I know <laughs> they're, Yeah, they're more concrete. Where it's like, oh, I want to own this thing, and I want to be here, and then yeah. like, and then over like, oh, I'm thinking about going to college, and I want to own this thing. Like, there, it's like more okay. Like, it's a dream, dream. Like, yeah, like that's <laughs> not, a real dream. A, this is achievable. <laughs> yeah, or like it's a goal. Like, yes, and it's not to belittle. It's not to belittle that. It's just like, oh, they're they're going by goals. Like my goal is to get here, and it's and I'm gonna get there. Right, and, I'm pro- and I can probably achieve that in my lifetime Mm -hmm. they're like oh i i'm gonna become this i'm gonna become what like a lawyer or something i don't know what she wanted to be like essentially it was like a political activist slash lawyer idea i guess guess, yeah and then she's gonna fight for daca and stuff like that and you're like okay like i mean you might do that (laughs) her dream is to fight for dreamers yeah there you go i am dreamception and then that's just inception what's um What's Benny's dream again? Like, he just wants to... I think Benny just wants to be with Nina. <laughs> I think his no, because he wanted to go to college, too, but he didn't want to follow her. Yeah. I it was know. like, I, he doesn't really... They, really don't, they don't really flesh it out, I think. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not but important. Not important. Uh, we're just probably spoiling crap for everybody. I mean, honestly, though, like, here's the thing about In the Heights. Who's going to watch In the Heights? People who like musicals. Yeah. People who like musicals have probably already listened to these songs. And these songs spoil the crap out of the movie. So That's it's kind of too late. Like, if you're watching it, like, I'm not giving anything away. Like, you're watching this movie for, like, wow, look at this pretty song. Look at these set pieces. Look at this choreography. The the grandma scene was very uh, touching. That was uh, it's a very, very mm-hmm. good scene. Also, it's very, like, a magical realism, too. Of course, yeah. That one it took really me good. the hell out when I was watching it. Because here's the thing. Okay. Oh, damn. I don't want to talk about mm. it. Um, I, was, I didn't I realize what happens. You. Happens. Oh when really? I, when I listened to the musical, never clicked in my head. Oh, okay. I and I like watched this and I was like, oh my god, this is ten times sadder now. Oh wow. Which is crazy too, because uh, Abuela is actually played by Olga Meredis. Meredis. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm terrible. Uh, but she also played Abuela in the Broadway musical. Wow. Yeah. So like, she's that good that they're like, nope, we're getting him. Wow. Twelve years later. Yeah. Still get, <laughs> and still getting that. Damn still job. got it. All right. Well, I think we've talked about in the heights enough. One like, last thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like one last oh thing is God. Anthony Ramos. Uh, yeah. Was not the first choice, and actually was the very last choice. Despite him being friends with Lin Manuel, despite him coming out in like multiple different shows. Yeah. Coming out in Hamilton, playing two different parts. John Cho didn't want him because John Cho wanted a complete unknown, and they mm. like he said in an interview, he's like, "I followed a lot of like I found a lot of people, a lot of great people out there." But at the end, I was just kind of going, and Lynn was like, just have coffee with him. Mm-hmm. And they had coffee, and he was like, damn, he's Usnavi. Yeah. And he chose him, and that was the end. Also, John Cho, craziness, craziness, had a kid during the movie, named the kid Heights. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't. I could not laugh. Right. I could not stop laughing. I was like, dude, why? And he's like, it's because it's like achieving your dreams. And I will end it with that. Well, I was going to say one more thing. About oh, yeah. It. One more I thing. Did, one more thing. I don't know if I like the Spanglish in it. There's way too much Spanglish. There is, yeah. Like unnecessary like Spanglish. Like, Which, you know what? I don't live there. Who knows? Maybe they actually talk like that. <laughs> I, 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 I believe so. But, like, at least in my house, like, we do have, like, some Spanglish that goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, like, it'll be like, oh, try, like, try me, uh, uh, the boom. I, I, and, like, uh, and it's usually when you can't uh, remember the word or something like that. It's like me and plancha. I never know what it, that it's called an iron. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like, but they're like, mijo, bring over the, chi- the bring over la silla. And like, oh, why like, would you not just say seat? Why well, just say the whole thing is bad? <laughs> yeah, like you just oh, you're there. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, I get the mijo part. Right. But bring me la silla. Like, and you say it like so fast. Like, like usually it's like bring me la la silla because like you yeah. take a pause or something. But they were like, it's like scripted Spanglish. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I didn't consider that. You can, that, tell, you but can that's totally tell. Point. It's like, Daddy, que es un sueñito. Like, like, damn, that's a really good point. Like, that's weird. I'm not even kissing here. What is a sueñito? Yeah. And I'm like, why are you like throwing in this random Spanglish all over the place? But I get it. It's again, 2008 Broadway <laughs> musical designed for white people who are rich enough to be able to pay for it. Like, I guess so. Like, yeah. And then I, the, it's believable for yeah for people who don't know the language or don't really <laughs> know like the linguistics of it. Yeah. My thing is like so. Lin Manuel Miranda is now officially the Kevin Smith of musicals, because he just constantly has his friends in the movies. Like the Mr. Softy guy is yeah. Chris Jackson, who who played uh, Benny in in the Heights. Uh huh. So he played Benny, and then in Hamilton he plays George Washington. Oh wow! Yeah, and like that's the whole thing about like them having an argument is mm-hmm. because in Hamilton he's his right side hand right right hand man so mm-hmm. it's kind of like they're at odds because they're like in the same thing a lot of crazy stuff but that was I'm, cool small little things the other movie we watched Cruella which okay. we were gonna get into last time but I, I wanted I wanted to give it justice why why because hands down I ridiculously enjoyed this movie yeah honestly I, the trailers do not give it justice, Hells which no. is a good thing. I yeah. feel like it's a good thing because, like, absolutely. Because I mean, honestly, when I when I heard about the idea, I'm like, Cruella, really? You gonna what? What's the idea? Like, yeah, exactly. Like I don't even remember her being like a villain. And I'm like, I, they better not give her some stupid ass power. Like, oh, I got dog napping powers, like, <laughs> I got, or I got powers be, of seduction. Like, I, I would like, be pretty funny the, if she had dog napping powers. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means. Like, yeah, like I oh, I give dogs naps. I don't know. That would be hilarious. <laughs> my my mind was just like, come here, puppy, and then the dog's gone. But just be like, go to sleep, puppy. Yeah, go to sleep, baby. And I'm like, ah, oh. uh, I wish I had dog napping powers. <laughs> Starts barking like. <laughs> useless power but so useful at the same time i agree um i mean you can use it to like break into homes oh, i mean true good point that's a good point uh anyways it was good it kind of gave some like background to like the two other guys that steal the dogs yeah the henchmen the henchmen you kind of get dearly to, and the other guy yeah you get to kind of meet them and you're like oh okay and like that like like they're not complete idiots i guess no they're, and it's more it's more like they're they know this person's smart, so they're like, oh, like, well, she's going to set us right, you know? She's, and mm-hmm. she, she's technically, like, giving us money, like, 
So it's not like they're not doing it for free. Right. And they're living in a mansion. I mean, they're like all that. friends and they're, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. I really enjoyed that because I felt my one thing, like you had your reservations about like, what are you going to do? Give her powers? Yeah. My reservation is like, what are you going to do? You're going to make me feel for somebody who fucking is trying to steal puppies and make them into coats? Like, yeah. I'm not going to feel for this person. And you know what? They made me feel for the henchmen. Yeah. I felt bad for those guys. And I was just like, damn, they really turned this whole like Disney live action thing around. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. That person's still pretty fucked up. But these people, they're nice. Yeah, and it's all, I feel like it all ends up being about manipulation. Yeah. Which I, I was like, oh, wow. Like, that was good. And I was like, I, it kind of turns it around, like, mm-hmm. where someone's always being manipulated. And it, uh, I like I like how the story starts off where you're thinking, like, it's like, oh, this person's going to, like, work their way up or something right, like that. Right, yeah. And uh, it just seems like she... Corella's given like the green light every time she does something bad like it, she's given the green light like that was a good idea yeah. like good you, job good job like <laughs> you stood out like and it's just every turn like every bad every bad decision she makes it turns out to be a good one for her career yeah so it's like and then I don't know it feels like it, I can see it now where like someone would think like oh that would be a good idea like oh but I probably shouldn't kill no dogs or <laughs> yeah, and like they literally make that joke <laughs> which i was like awesome this is great yeah yeah, yeah. um but, so okay wait mm-hmm. so what did you what did you think of emma stone's british accent i thought it was pretty good yeah yeah like i think it was pretty well i mean so there's a thing going there's a thing that i read that apparently every version of cruella Deville, even though they're all british none of them was played by the british actress Oh, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, snap, that's weird. But honestly, Emma Stone's British accent, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's very believable. I feel like, let's say, like, this 12-year-old kid watches this, they'd be like, wait, what? She's American? Or, excuse me, she's from the United States? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like the opposite of Christian Bale. Like, when, like, for a long time in the early years, I didn't realize Christian Bale was British. Really? Well, like, yeah, because I saw him in Newsies. Didn't have a British accent. Okay. Uh, The Machinist? Doesn't have a British accent. And okay. that was like a little bit. Oh, I'm a freaking American psycho. Doesn't have a British accent. It's true. And then suddenly, like, I hear him in interviews, like, when I'm actually old enough to realize, I like this guy. I'm going to watch an interview. I'm like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> and it's stripped out. That's how everybody feels about Tom Holland. Like, a bunch of kids don't understand that he's oh, British. Oh, Tom, Tom Holland, yeah. And it's like a trip that, like, for a long time, it was like a British invasion where, like, all of our movies had nothing but British actors. Yeah. Doing American a- or, like, United States accents, it's stupid. Well, not stupid, it's crazy to me. Wait, what's the difference between American and United States? Uh, it's a personal thing. Do you really want me to go into it? No, oh, okay. I guess not. Because <laughs> America is not just the United States and everybody uses it as it is and it's not. Uh, it's like, you know, If you say American accent, it could be a Mexican accent, Canadian accent, or the other 50 or 12 different countries that are in South America. It's not fair. It should be called a United States accent. It's just a personal thing with history for me. That okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, okay. But, okay, so what about the scene with, like, in the car with Cruella? Uh, which scene in the car? She steals the car. Like, that's the cartoon. Like the, 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 Oh, like okay, you're talking about that? Crazy driving. Thought it was dope, man. Yeah? I Again, man, this is why I didn't want to talk about last time. Is like, I kept thinking, I kept waiting to be like, this is where the movie goes bad. Yeah. And I never really got that. It was a dope, like, Ocean's... 11 kind of ish movie yeah, yeah, yeah really good like you mentioned manipulation which i i titled the episode 
musicals and madness and now i'm like i might change it to musicals and manipulation because <laughs> i thought madness because she's crazy like yeah. she kind of like do you actually think she's crazy no ah, okay <laughs> yeah, like i don't yeah. but like it, i think the what is her baroness is crazy like i think she's cuckoo oh yeah so like that's kind of why and like it does delve into the idea of like having a split personality and kind of embracing it to a certain extent and also like making it okay to have a different personality or a different persona do you think she ends up uh having dual personality or do you think she just adopted this persona and just is now living as this persona i feel like I feel like it's almost like a YouTube thing, like a YouTube persona persona thing. Like you have a persona on the internet, which is not the same as your real persona with your friends. So like okay. you kind of like you kind of uh, up the ante when you're in putting uh, social things. Like right now, like I don't know if I talk this much in real life. I I don't think I do. I maybe just around you guys. Maybe. But like with strangers at a party, I don't really talk. I'm usually pretty yeah. quiet, and I'm sure a lot of people can attest to that. Yeah, me too. So, anyways, yeah, <laughs> but like. That's what I like about the movie is that, like, they, she goes, she has so much range in the movie where, like, she can be, like, the normal, sweet kind of, like, kid. Yeah. And then be like, nah, I'm going to be, like, a thief. And then I'm going to be full-blown, like, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and, like, screw everything up for everybody because I want revenge. Yeah. Great revenge story. Like, really well done. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I don't know. Um, I feel like the movie was, like, like just i also i don't want to talk too much about it because like yeah i feel like i'll spoil it but, but um, it, yeah i was gonna say but it's been remade but i was like it's not a remake it's, yeah it's, it, an, it's a genuine it's a new story yeah no i mean it's never a story that's never been told i guess i mean yeah i guess yeah i mean reimagining for a character but a brand new movie yeah i guess that's fair but it's good i mean that's the thing it's that good it's like oh like i really don't want to say that much but like i I, I will say, like, the one thing I didn't like was, like, the use of, like, the Dalmatians. Yeah, the accounts. CGI freaking yeah. Dalmatians. Because they... <laughs> I was reading an article that, like, they they purposely did them CGI because they couldn't get the dogs to look menacing. Yeah. They, yeah, and it's true. Like, you can't really make a dog look Mex- Mexican. Um, you can't menacing. make a dog Mexican. Um, Tell that to the Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I know. Ooh. Tell that to George Lopez. Uh, so... Love you, George. <laughs> I don't uh, about myself the um, yeah i don't know i i think that's maybe where it's like they might have been like uh, I, I was like eh, mm-hmm. like i don't really care for this but i mean they're not that much into the movie they're yeah. not much in the movie but now they're making us like spoiler alert they looks like they're looking towards to making the actual like 101 dalmatians oh no with with emma stone coming back yeah well i don't know if emma stone's coming back but it's corolla too not Ooh, interesting that would so. be interesting i'd be i would watch the movie for sure because like i really liked her character in the movie yeah um i was reading that she created her laugh in the shower because it was the only place she felt comfortable laughing like a maniac mm. and i was like that's dope i mean i respect that i, I honestly totally don't that. remember her laugh i don't either when i was reading the article i was like mm, oh yeah i totally know what you're talking about but i was like i don't know it's kind of strange i honestly can't remember I, I, it's like uh, I know. No, I, really I can't, can't remember a scene where she laughs. I don't either. And like, there was a oh. whole like article dedicated to the laugh, and I was just like, "What?" And apparently, yeah. it was done. She took inspiration from Tallulah Bankhead, a Hollywood icon from the early '90s. It looks like. Oh, yeah. Of course. Or not yeah. even '90s. This movie's in black and white, so this is definitely. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on there. Uh, I will say though, like one of the crazy things is. 
Uh, Emma Thompson wasn't the first choice for the Baroness. Really? Apparently, Nicole Kidman was the number one choice. That would have been a good one. That would have been dope, right? Because she can play an evil villain really well. But I yeah. think Emma Thompson did a really good job. Like, to her yeah. credit. She didn't do... It's kind of hard because, like, Emma Thompson is such a nice person <laughs> every time I see her. Emma Thompson played a very good, like, version of uh, the Devil Wears Prada lady. The uh, Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep. Well, Meryl Streep's character. No, it's just Meryl Streep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that... And that's what this movie reminded me of. Like, De- Devil Wears Prada. You, you mentioned it. We, like, what... It was toyed around with for a while that Joey wanted to do Devil Wears Prada and Cruella as one movie. And I was like, dude, why didn't I think of that? That's a perfect one. And honestly, if you guys watch the movie, like, you you get those vibes, too. You're you like, do, oh, yeah. wow, like, that that's very close. Like, yeah, there's, like, some cartoony aspect to it. And there's even kind of, like, a Stanley Tucci character. Yeah. Yeah, there is and then it's funny because like Cruella kind of plays Anne Hathaway's part in a way but uh-huh. actually more like uh, oh, oh man we just talked about Emily Blunt Emily Blunt's character yeah. it's more like her character because she actually wants it yeah you know what I mean and so it's like nice to see like oh like what would she do like what well, what lengths would she go if to, she like, was the main character of the movie right yeah and then like there's also like some like back and forth between those two characters like mm-hmm. uh, Emma Thompson and Emma Stone's character you're right. And yeah. um, I don't know. I think I think this is a, a move forward for uh, Disney, like where they're kind of like coming up with not necessarily new ideas, but like creative ideas, creative ideas of like these old movies. I honestly don't really care to watch another reimagining. Like I'm not like the I think there's a Cinderella movie coming out in like a couple so months. Cinderella 2 movie coming out, man. See, I'm not going to watch that. I didn't even watch the first one. Why, why do I get You didn't watch the first one? Oh, Cinderella? Nah, I really no. don't care for the story. Well, uh, Aladdin. No, I said there's a Cinderella movie coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. With yeah, Camilla I watched Cabello. Aladdin 1, yeah. With Camila Cabello? Is that who it is? Cinderella, the new one, yeah. Oh, I, I know I might, who she is. I, I, didn't know I might watch it. I don't know. Probably. Um, the crazy thing about this movie, there's so much stuff that I want to mention. But I don't want to give it away in case people watch it. I'll tell you afterwards. Like, there's an homage to uh, 101 Dalmatians. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I thought it was a really clever way of doing an homage to it. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, they do like a like a reference to um the Hunger Games in this movie, which I thought was just weird. Oh yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So you're just st- straight up stealing from that movie. <laughs> Book. like okay cool disney you really don't care yeah they also didn't like spoiler alert they didn't allow emma thompson to smoke as cruella deville even though that's like her main character trait emma thompson emma stone i said oh uh i think i said Stone. maybe i said thompson um they didn't let cruella deville in this movie smoke because they're like we don't want kids to think that smoking is good oh like okay fine whatever boo yeah um see <sighs> never mind there's a lot of good like and there's like references to not references, but like there's parallels to Wicked as well. Like you mentioned, um, parallels to Devil Wears Prada, but mm-hmm. there's also like parallels to Wicked where like she's born and at her birth she's different, so they get rid of her. Right. So like it's kind of like that's a thing. Um, I don't know. The movie's really well done. I will mention the, the costume design in this movie freaking blows my mind. Dude. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Like the dre- one of the dresses that like. I don't know if it's meant seen in the trailer or not i don't know um the really long dress i don't know if they remind yeah, yeah, yeah. that dress was incredible and that's that, good idea too yeah so dope and emma stone says that that was her favorite dress oh wow yeah really? and like the the person who did it the who costume the costume design her name is jenny uh beaven 
She has already won two Oscars. She might win a third with this one. I feel like she... But it's still pretty early. I haven't seen any other movies that, like... Have blown you away like that? With, like... Because, I mean... Speaking of In the Heights, mm-hmm. their costume design was not bad. I thought it was kind of whatever, honestly. I yeah. thought it was kind of just, like... Not phoned in, but, like... Yeah, there was there was effort done, but nothing that I thought was too difficult. It's I definitely not gonna win. No, especially if like a movie comes out with like medieval times or like mm. that that era. Yeah, usually that ends up giving a lot of praise. Yeah, so like that usually wins. Do you want to guess? Nah, that's kind of impossible. She uh, so Jenny Beaven, the costume designer. Won. You want me to try and guess which movies? You won't get guess one of them for sure. So I'm gonna tell you that one. She won in 1986 for A Room with a View. Which I don't even know that movie. Um, I I've heard of it. I've never watched it. It, it sounds familiar, but I think I might be con- getting confused with uh, Hitchcock's um, Vertigo? Rear, rear View. Oh, rear, rear View. Rear. What's it called? Rear, rear window. window. There we go. Yeah. Um, rear, or, rear, rear, rear. <laughs> rear, 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 rear. Or Disturbia with freaking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Um, so the other one she won for, and I'll give you a hint. It came out in 2015. 2015. Or won 2015. If you want another hint, I can give you another hint without giving it away. Fine. I'll take the other hint. We talked about it on a podcast. Damn. Shoo. But we did not mention that it won for costume design. Man. I can give you a third hint if you want it. Okay. No, wait. Hold on. 2015. Play at home, by the way. If you're at home and you're looking at it, don't, uh, don't fine. cheat. Come on. Just give tell me that. No, give me that third hint. Okay. The third hint is... The year it won for costume design, it also swept a lot of categories that year at the Oscars. The Big Short. Nah. Costume design? Nah. Damn. What is it? We didn't talk about it on the podcast. That's true. Well, yeah, we have. We, we mentioned it. mentioned it. This one we actually like dedicated a whole 30 minutes to. Oof. No, I don't know. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, wow. And that blows my mind, dude. You made a post-apocalyptic movie, which costume design in that movie incredible yeah and now you're doing the complete 180 in corella and i swear like i feel like she deserves a win of the movies that have come out this year maybe black widow has some dope costumes but i don't think they'll get nominated to be honest mm-hmm. um yeah. but like that's a crazy 180 from 2015 post-apocalyptic <laughs> to 2021 we're doing dresses and crazy cool costumes like that's true. so well done i'm thoroughly impressed the music the like soundtrack for this movie i thought was dope yeah i thought it was really well done I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Like I, as a person who didn't think the movie was gonna be good, I can't speak enough to how much I enjoyed the movie. You know what's okay? So, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Do you think it'll just? Do you think it'll get an Oscar nomination just for that, or do you think it might get it for something else? For sure, costume CGI? design. I don't think it'll get special effects because like those dogs did not look good. Okay. Um, the other one that maybe. It could get nominated for is uh, production design, but mm, I feel like In the Heights will get nominated for production design. What about score? I don't remember if the score. I remember the soundtrack more than I remember the the mm. composition. Okay, okay, okay. The last one that I is m- m- like a huge maybe. Emma Stone gets nominated for best actress. Wow. Because I really like. I don't think she will, but I feel like she deserves a nod. At the very least, to be like, oh, she was in contention. Just because, like, she hasn't really played an evil character. She's played it, like, maybe once or twice for, like, small roles. Mm -hmm. But not truly this maniacal. Sticking with that M word. Like, 
I, and I think she did a great job. Like, I really think I stopped seeing her as Emma Stone and started seeing her as Corella in this movie. Okay. Okay. I, I think just production design, like you said. Production yeah. Design that one, I feel like. And uh, the costume design. Costume design. Yeah, I feel costume design is a shoe in If it doesn't get nominated, I'll be like, what? And then they're mm-hmm. like, Croods too. I'm like, that's a freaking animated movie. <laughs> that's from two years ago. Uh, no, I don't think so. But yeah, man. I mean, I looked up a bunch of other stuff about the movie, but. Oh, yeah, what else? Um, one of the glasses. Well, the glasses that um, Emma Stone wears, the, yeah. the ones that kind of look like yours, mm-hmm. they were stolen, dude. Recently, like a few weeks ago. From like the studio? From the store. Like they're like, how, how expensive? What do you mean from the store? They are five hundred thousand. Is that pounds? Pounds. They're worth five hundred thousand pounds. Whether it being kept in an ice store in Sloane Square in central London, so they were being kept there, and they were stolen, dude. People dr- like straight up walked in and robbed the glasses store. So, the glasses she was wearing were worth that much. Yep. Is it the ones they stole, the ones that she was wearing, or is it just that type? Of- the ones she was wearing were the five hundred thousand dollar pair of five hundred thousand no, 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 no. pound. Are they five hundred thousand pounds because she, because she wore them? No, because it, because they're uh, they're designer glasses. They're designer glasses, yes. Wow. And they were keeping them, I guess, like so. It says right here, each wore two pairs of the specially designed glasses on set, and now there's a bunch of wanted wanted posters all over central London asking for the return of these wow yeah and it's i was like i i was not expecting to talk about this or like to find this today when i was looking at it i was like holy crap that's a cool story that they got stolen like i hope they never get recovered and i hope this is just a thing like corella has this like those glasses are stolen those 500 pounds are just out there someone has them as part of the collection and that'd be cool wow um i feel that's crazy dude right a movie about a heist and then the, uh, an actual heist, heist happens. happens. That's cool. It's a great thing. Like, I, And it's not a publicity stunt because it just happened. <laughs> this article is from 17 hours ago. Yeah, no, it's too... I mean... <laughs> That's amazing. I thought if it is so a cool. stunt, then hey, kudos. You're trying to get more viewers. What We didn't get to talk about it. What do you give in the heights? <laughs> if I had a... It's really hard, man, because, like, it's my own biased opinion because, like, I oh, already I mean, don't. I mean, they're all biased, obviously, but, <laughs> but like, it's, like, I'm already going in with, like, I kind of don't like musical. I wasn't even looking forward to watching this movie. Yeah. Now, actually watching it, and I'm, like, mm, like so I'm, I'm going to have to give it, like, a 6.3. That's pretty high. I mean, I would have thought you were going to give it, like, maybe a 5. I because it's kind of funny because I give it a seven seven point five maybe mm. maybe on the good end seven point five <laughs> I was bored dude like yeah. that's not that says a lot like I love Lin Manuel Miranda I love the people who are in this movie I like the songs and I was still bored during the movie I felt like it was way too long so like yeah. a solid seven man yeah like I disappointing I would say like if you're gonna watch it I would say save your money. Watch it on HBO Max. And watch everything else on HBO Max. <laughs> because we are not sponsored. HBO Max, please sponsor us. Um, but yeah, like, it was good. It just wasn't great. And yeah. it, it makes me sad. Cause it, and it makes me worried. But not too much because it's Hamilton. I want them to make a Hamilton movie. And I was thinking about this. You have watched Hamilton, correct? Yeah. Do you think that movie should be split in two? I don't think that movie should be made. You don't think it should be made? Nah. Why? 
Um, most of the time when like it's a Broadway show and it's brought onto film, it never really translates as well mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're watching something, people dancing and dan- singing live, it's a completely different experience when you're watching them doing it in film. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes out great. Sometimes it's especially if it's thought up. It, like I think that's why I really like La La Land. It was all made specifically for film. Yes, and like like and so it was kind of just made that way. You it wasn't know? adapted. It wasn't adapted. And when you're adapting, uh, uh, you want to keep something of that play still true, but then also bring it onto film. And it's kind of hard because then when you take take little pieces apart, it mm-hmm. kind of you're like, oh, like like that little piece kind of made that whole scene. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I honestly don't feel like it should be made. I think it should just be like stay like just, just a, a musical. Just I don't a musical. Happened, but okay. Because I mean, I can name you a few. Mm. <laughs> you look at uh, Cats. Yeah, that did not turn out well. Uh, I think it was bad, bad vision for that movie. Like I think okay. it could have been better, but they did bad vision. Okay. And then there's um, also not a good story. Like a bunch of cats <laughs> on screen. Like, come on, bro. Like you're marketing to the cat ladies possibly, but I will say one that the one that kind of worked was the the one about uh, Abba. What's oh, Mama, Mama Mia? Mama Mia. And, and they made three of them, didn't they? I don't know. No, I think they just made the two. Okay. Mama Mia ended up being. Not, I never watched them. Not bad. Like I was like, oh, okay, like, but I mean, you're putting big movie actors who can't sing. Yeah. And you're and they're like Pierce Brosnan singing it wasn't that great. Yeah. But I mean, people love them, love that music. You right. Know? So they they kind of just kind of like it's ABBA music. So you kind of just like, oh, I kind of wanted to hear Dancing Queen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <you> know, <laughs> I guess I'm watching this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like uh like because there's another like, one, Les Mis. Les Mis, right? Yeah. I didn't even get to watch that movie. And that one, because again, it's ridiculously long. What I was going to throw out there is uh, The Greatest Showman. Because Greatest Showman is a musical, and that's kind of falls along the same lines of La La Land, where like it was designed specifically to be a movie musical, not to not be right. adapted that way. And it works well. Like I, I still really love Greatest Showman. Yeah. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, like I agree with you. I really love Hamilton, and I would love to see like an actual full production version of it. But I don't think it can be one movie just because it will have like a three and a half hour runtime. And yeah. that is way too long. And what are you going to do? Cut sections of the movie out? Then you might. just completely lose the story. I feel like you should, might as well just leave it alone and just let it be the Disney Plus version that we all get to watch and enjoy whenever we need to. Yeah. Which has an intermission. Like, I don't think it's worth it. As much as I would love that thing, I don't I don't want them to touch it. I mean, you said that it's inevitable, right? They're going to make it. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? Dude, that's a cash cow. <laughs> I guess. Because it's just I'll so hard, you, though. If if that movie if that movie was ever to be made, I'd watch it at least two times in the theaters. You know what? You know what would be the best way to make Hamilton? Mm. They would need to incorporate some some of the aspects of how they did across the universe, where they and maybe even like actual war movies, mm. where they or like old those kind of like old timey war ones, like mm. or not uh, like what was your revolution era era war movies okay. you know where it's like people like there you actually see people marching or like something like that you know like there has to be some sort of action towards it like if you're gonna add anything to it like let's say you make it you make right. it two movies let's make the first half about um well just like in the play like yeah. it's just uh everything up until he decides to be a part of the government exactly so um so you you throw all that in there and you kind of incorporate it and that's that's one movie, right? Or even if you're making it a longer movie and you have an intermission. I mean, that's an fine. hour and a half of music. And then you can add like 
30 minutes of like actual like action because it's in the war yeah. and like story aspects of it and stuff because if you throw that stuff in there it makes it an actual movie and that's what separates those broadway broadway musicals from an actual musical movie where it's like la la land and gray showman those movies fit well for the screen because they were made for like either the Mm -hmm. the non-sigging parts Mm -hmm. are actually entertaining like they're they're not just to move on to the next musical number as they do in broadway musicals which is fine in a broadway musical because when you're watching it like you don't really care you're like oh this is cool like they're moving around (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean you make a really good point and that's why i wanted to see what you thought because i'm like i'm on the fence and like i would like it to be two different movies but at the same time i'm like bro no one's gonna watch two i'll give you an example of like what like it's like if uh they said hey man they have the uh, metallica concert on netflix Mm you gonna watch it I mean, I it's on Netflix, so probably. Yeah. You'd watch a Metallica concert. I mean, yeah, I just would. the concert. They're just singing. Yeah, I'd watch it. I don't think I would. I mean, yeah, because you don't like Metallica. I no, not not because it did. Oh, fine. Are you uh, telling me if there was a Strokes concert on uh, Netflix, would you watch it? See, you're you're hesitating because you're thinking already. Oh, I feel like I would have to. I don't know if I would have to. I think I I might check it out, but then after a while, I'm like. I'd rather just be there. Of course. I think I, I'd be bored. I'd be watching it and I'd be like bored. Yeah, I feel like it's something that like I would like to watch in segments. And be like, oh, I'll watch like 20 minutes today and then 20 minutes later or something like I that. I think that's how you should watch In the Heights. There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> watch it in segments. Watch like, segments. Oh, like two or three music numbers and then you're like, okay, pause. Like, let me watch something else. Right. Come back to it and you're like, oh, okay, cool. But yeah, ha- Hamilton and those mo- kinds of movies, adapted movies, mm-hmm. they can't really be translated to... S- to to the uh, screen to the screen because like it makes no sense i mean it takes some of the it's complex imagination out of it yeah because you're supposed to imagine so like they're doing stuff and you're supposed to just imagine what they're doing yeah like you're imagining the set larger than what you actually have on stage exactly and then it ends up becoming the vision of whoever the heck is directing yeah Uh, and like when you imagine it could be whatever like it's like reading a book you're like yeah, I totally imagine you know something. I mean, we know. deal with that on a constant basis because no one comes up with the original fucking movies anymore. <laughs> uh, what did you? What would you give? Uh, Corolla. Seven point one, seven point two. Seven point one, 7.2. I think I give it a solid eight. Oh, eight. Yeah, I think an eight. I'm I'm starting to be a little bit harder on the grader just because we are now in episode twenty nine, so we've reviewed like almost 90 movies like probably nice so i'm like a little i'm like feeling like i have to um yeah because like i enjoyed it but my one qualm with it it did even though it didn't feel long i noticed the time because i looked at it and i was like oh snap i gotta go to sleep because <laughs> <laughs> i will say it was very enjoyable i keep yeah it, i mean you won't fall asleep during the movie but it is a long movie it doesn't feel like two hours and 20 minutes yeah so i mean yeah you want to guess what it had on Rotten tomatoes before we go yeah okay what do you think it had it was a Disney movie, so it probably had like at least, at the very bottom, eighty percent. But on the upside, I think it had like ninety-one percent. So your guess? That's my ninety-one percent. That's my guess for tomato, like for the critic version. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Wrong. <gasps> Lower or higher? Lower. Seventy-eight percent. Seventy-four, dude. Damn. I was like, close. damn, that's messed up. And then you look at the audience score, ninety-seven. Mm. And you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense, but okay. Fine. It makes a total sense. You think so? Yeah. That that the critics would bag on it that much, or that it's a ninety. 
that it's a that it's a ninety four. That the audiences know more than like the critics. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're always being douches. Dude, dude, dude holy crap! The budget on this movie was insane. It's a hundred million to two hundred million dollars for Cru- Cruella. That's in boggles my mind. Damn. Oh, what did you give Cruella? Uh, seven point one, seven point two. You were pretty close again with IMDb. You're nailing it, man. Seven point four. Oh wow! Yeah, a little bit higher than me, but I mean, yeah, but yeah, it's close. Like, I mean, close enough. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that they would take it and be like, yeah, this maybe, is about average. maybe in a good day. Like now that I've had time to think about it, like maybe after the movie, I would have said seven point four. Mm, true, true. Um, I do want to. This isn't how I'm going to end the podcast, but I do want to acknowledge because I feel like somebody might end up messaging me in particular about it. Yes, I know that In Heights is having a huge controversy about not showing uh, Afro Latinx. Uh, individuals of dark skin. I know that that is a big thing. Lin-Manuel has even come out, talked about how, like, you're right, I'm still learning from my mistakes. I tried to do my best, but obviously we dropped the ball on a few things. Um, So, like, everyone's come out, talked about it. People are still upset about this whole thing, about there not being dark-skinned Afro-Latinx people. And I'm like, hey, you know what? You can't always get what you want, man. At least it got made in there, the majority of the cast. Wait, really? Dude, yeah, no joke. It's a huge thing. Like, the minute it dropped on HBO, everyone was tweeting at Lin-Manuel. Dude, uh, what was his fucking... I can't think of the person's name real quick. Does Wait, he... what? Like, I don't even understand what that... Like, who are they complaining? What cast member are they complaining about? They're complaining that there was not enough dark-skinned Latinx people. And, like, I understand. It's a valid, it's a valid argument to be made because, yes, like, there are... Like, if you're talking about Dominican Republic and people who live in, in the Caribbean... A lot of them are dark skinned, and a lot of them are uh, part African American, black, uh, and yeah. of course, like yeah, it's a bit rude, but it, there's nothing really to defend it other than saying like it's out of his hands. You can't really blame him. Like he didn't do casting. I mean, he became the Piragua man. He wasn't <laughs> even the main guy. <laughs> Granted, he didn't want to be it, but yeah. But like uh, Rita Moreno, you know who Marina Moreno is? No, no, this girl right here. Oh. So she came out and defending Lynn, and then a bunch of people started giving her crap about it. I think it people are just attacking her. Like, I, 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 I don't think that's fair. It's not. And I don't think it's it's not that big. Of, I mean, he got a bunch of people who weren't white. I, I don't movie. even, I can't even think of a single white person in the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, for people to be like, pick, like, like uh, what's it called when you're like. Nitpicking? Yeah. When they're nitpicking that much, I'm like, dude, you don't know how to watch movies. Like, you, you, did you enjoy it? Did you what did you think of the songs? Are you like, or was that, was that did that really take you out of it that much? And like, I understand the argument because like in the heights is supposed to be made for representation, and I get it that they didn't feel represented. I understand. Like there there's no there's nothing I'm gonna say, and I don't think yeah. anything Joey's gonna say that's gonna make this argument valid on either side. But I wanted to bring it up and be like, look, we acknowledged it, we know that it's there. If you want to have a discussion about it, have a discussion, and there's a discussion to be made. The other thing with Corella. On that end of having a controversy is about uh, the character who helps her design the dresses being not explicitly uh, gay or queer, I guess, but being portrayed in that manner. And a lot of people got upset about how Disney's constantly not being able to create an actual gay, queer uh, individual in their movies, bringing it up only because they don't want me or Joey to be inundated with people saying like, oh, you didn't talk about the actual important things. Because again, this podcast is not talking about political opinions and about yeah, what we feel about social. <laughs> we bring it up because the movies talk about it, but I wanted to bring it up so that you guys are aware that we are thinking about it and oh, we are wow. acknowledging it. I didn't even think about that guy as like, 
wasn't even important. I, I'm sorry, he wasn't. Like, did he? I thought he like just assign the. I thought he was just like a. Uh, I didn't even think about his sexuality, and like, I, didn't I didn't. I didn't. That wasn't important to me. And I think that's because me and you are the type of generation kind of grew up and, and and feel comfortable around everything and not really questioning what anybody is. And maybe yeah, that's I having guess. blinders or whatever, and, and that's fine. Like I guess so. I mean, I, I just wanted. It was just up. one of those things where I'm like, oh, this is just the guy who owns a shop, and he's like, hey, yeah, I'll help you out. <laughs> that, that, this is who he is. Like, hey, I, I want to take down this person, and she, he's like, "Hey, I'm about that life." And I was like, <laughs> All right, this character's guy, this this guy, this character is like cool. Like, exactly, he's about that life. I, I just want to bring didn't, it up for anybody who is feeling in, some kind of way about both of these movies and this specific controversy that they had. That's crazy, man. I didn't know that. Like, they were being called out like that. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess that shows you how much am I? I'm on the trades. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's a difference. Like, I actually, like, within the heights, obviously, I cared a lot. Um, so it was coming up on my feed with Cruella. I came up with my you feed know just what? Of movies. I think Wendy told me about the Cruella thing. The, no, the in the heights thing. Yeah, it's a big deal, and I but get I, it. Like, I think she showed me, and I'm like, mm, can't satisfy anybody. And it was just like a throwaway. Of course, like, like a and, throwaway and, like thing that she showed me. And I'm like, oh. and it's an important conversation. But now that you brought have. it up, like the specifics of it yeah i'm like Psh. it's an important conversation to have but also like it's yep. a conversation to have but also don't forget to acknowledge that this is a huge move forward in yeah. the right direction at the very least i know it's a small step I, i'm not going to be able to make this sound better anyways yeah. remember <laughs> this podcast is about movies and us discussing about movies and trying to get the conversation started about how great some movies are and how terrible some movies are I know we haven't seen. T- I mean, we've seen. I've seen some terrible movies, uh-huh. like Fast and Furious movies. Which yes. two more weeks, and we get to talk about Fast Nine for an entire episode. And next week, just so you guys know, aware, we are going to be watching Luca. If you have Disney Plus, I believe it's going to be free, and I will talk about that controversy as well next week. Ooh, okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. <laughs> uh, go watch some movies, movies, guys. See you. Bye. We got a text message. Oh, uh, I gotta. If you can, try to remind me to hit record. Because I missed the first like two minutes uh, of this podcast? Of recording the uh, video. Are we still live? Watch us still be live, and I don't even know.